1: Jay from the hills of Texas. And AK Mike in Texas.
0: And we are excited. Good news today. See, if you watched our video last time, you'd see that I uh, had a little bit of a 2 on and I'm off of that uh, for the daytime use, still recovering from that. But I'm feeling much better today, sound much better. I'm happy to be out. Uh, the doctor has kind of started wanting me to resume my daily physical activities and giving me kind of the, you know sp- gets spread out. So I'm very excited because by next week we have the Arizona electric festival and true, true. I am definitely going to be there. Actually. Yep. Yay. Definitely going to be there. So, uh, and we have some, uh, sponsors that are going to be there too. So we give them be. a shout, uh, Eric, haddad I think from, uh, 3D Aero Ventures.
1: 3D Aero Ventures. <laughs> Aero Ventures.
0: <laughs> He's going to be there, and uh, he actually—I talked to him, and uh, he maybe was...
1: we could do like a barbershop thing of that. Yeah, with that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. And we'll just record it that way. That's pretty cool. We could do that. Uh, yeah. He
0: did mention though that uh, if you're interested in getting some uh, of the 3D downloadable 3D prints uh, for his airplanes, uh, don't forget when you check out to type in the word "park flyer." Uh, and then you'll get our discount. So go out and see him. If you're going to be at the Arizona Electric Festival, he's going to have a booth with the 3D printing. And uh, I think he's actually giving away. I don't know if that's if I should tell that. But I think he's actually giving away uh, one of his mini park flyers. So. All right. Uh, I thought, yeah. I'm
1: sorry. I misunderstood. I thought he was giving that to me. Um, he could have. <laughs> yeah. You know. Well. Uh, all right. Maybe I'm, I'm being honest. selfish. I'm sorry. I didn't understand. I misunderstood. Possibly. Yeah, Possibly.
0: But I don't know. He might, you know, work a deal where you can get the uh, file and then you can print your own. See, so that's more satisfying. <laughs> I think. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Uh, and then like. also, uh, I you know the one I haven't figured out if he's going to be there. A power batteries. Um, you can use our code uh, PFPC10. Uh, just go to RC Batteries USA and uh, type in the PFPC10. And uh, you can get your A-Power batteries, which are fabulous. We'll have some out there uh, at the Electric Festival. I know Mike has some. And, I do. Uh, yep. And uh, hopefully he'll be out there. We could buy some more from him. So.
2: Hey, Mike, definitely... so did uh, <clears throat> did Eric say that, uh, you know, what planes he was going to bring out? He did not. You know, he's going to be doing some demos, hopefully. You know, he said, <laughs> uh,
0: not, not giving too much away, but he said, I have been working with Shannon. Direct, oh good. Directly. Okay, great. So I know he and Shannon have been talking. I know he's got a uh, you know, a vendor booth out here. He's really excited about, you know, coming out and seeing us. Uh we're definitely, you know, definitely going to have him on the show uh while he's there. But I have a suspicion uh just having talked to Shannon before and kind of seeing how he runs things that if there is an opportunity for Eric to go out and fly a 3D built airplane, it will happen. So uh, I know... Well, and I think
1: that Eric probably was smart. I mean, he knows this well enough. Now, if he tells us secrets, he'd have to shoot <laughs> us all to not be able to get the secrets to come out. Exactly. I mean... Exactly. Yeah.
0: Very fair. So, uh, the, yeah, the good news is is that he will be there, and uh, I don't know if he's bringing the new chipmunk or not, uh, but I noticed on his email that he sent me that he had a attachment that had a picture of the, the ins... You know, it's kind of that 3D rendering of that chipmunk. So... That was pretty cool. Uh, I think he's got a couple maybe surprises. I don't know. He, uh, you know, he's he's always stirring that pot, so you never know what he's going to bring out. So, right, So I guy. will
1: settle for if he's not going to give me the prize that I thought about. <laughs> the settle for just flying one of his planes. Well, there you go. You might be
2: able to do plane. that.
1: If we'll then... see. So. And if I crash it, Oh
2: yeah. We could I'll, see how quickly you can repair one of those. Right. right. We can right. talk about that on the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will tell
0: you that uh, he was asking me about logistics, you know, for where he was going to be in the vendor booth versus where we are versus where we stay and that kind of thing. And he did mention, I have a trailer with planes that was plural plural so, with a Z with a Z. Plane so I, a Z. I'm, I'm, I'm hopefully he's got more than just one and, you know, It'll be an exciting time. So it'll be really good to see him and uh, and actually everybody at the Electric Festival. If you weren't planning on attending and you're listening to us uh, or watching us on YouTube, please make an effort to come out. I know this COVID thing has thrown everybody in a kind of a tizzy. And, yeah, it has. It's uh, put everybody in this. Uh, the barrel roll. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, But, you know, I'm going to make an effort, and uh, I know Shannon's done a a bang-up job. We're still looking at, you know, a good raffle. We're still looking at, uh, you know, a bunch of flyers that are signed up, Uh, good vendors coming out. I think Horizon Hobby is going to be there again. You know, Eric will be out there with 3D Air Ventures. I think uh, House of Balsa might be out there. Uh, A couple other people that he mentioned. So it still sounds like the vendors, you know, want to participate. And I'm excited to see if Horizon brings out any new stuff as well. Uh, So it'll be good. I think there'll be a lot of... We should have
1: made Park Flyer podcast masks.
0: You know, we should have done that. An N95 mask and then, you know, the
1: drape mask and, you know, a couple of different... A Shield thing.
0: Well, I do have uh, an announcement. Maybe stickers uh, for
1: the Shield.
0: We we got new T-shirts. What? Yeah, so we will have t-shirts out there this year, and uh, I ordered a few more, so uh, hopefully, you know, we'll have new ones. They're going to be blue and orange this year, not blue, not yellow, so you won't get a tag. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Uh, Yeah, that that yellow was really cool the first year, but (laughs) Mike did not have a good time, so.
1: Oh, yeah. no, it's fine. I, in fact, I didn't know about it until he goes, dude, look at you. And I looked around. I was like, oh, all these bugs <laughs> are flying around. But I was flying. Like, none no, of them no, no. in front hey, of be me. Be
2: specific, because that was not in Arizona. No, that was not in no, Arizona. No, 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 it was.
1: Did I say Arizona? I'm sorry. Right. I, I meant No, 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 to no say... I,
2: you know, but people who are listening to us don't that's realize true. we're Maybe talking not, no. about an Arizona show. South or Carolina
1: or North Carolina, yeah. North Carolina's where that. Carolina, that's right. Yeah, that was, that was crazy, you, and I was flying my, I think I was flying my, uh I think I was flying my uh, my uh, uh, fundraiser too. At yeah, the time. You, were, you were. So yeah. it wasn't like you were so, flying a little slow fly. You and were, people were like, "Is he going to crash that?" Because those bugs are all over the place. And I was, I turned around, I was like, "What are you guys talking about?" Oh, oh there's all funny. these bugs.
0: You know, they weren't hurting you though. They just liked. No, your they weren't. Yellow, they were just so flying around. Yeah, they were just
1: flying around. Yeah, we Sorry.
0: opted against it. Uh, the guy that does the shirts for me, I have to give a shout out to Robert Kramer. He owns a company called Master Designs, and uh, he did the artwork. Uh, for our t-shirts and um you can find him at uh masterdesigns.com uh, or send him an email tell him you like the shirts at robert at com. but he uh he did a really good job and um we uh this year he's like uh eh, let's do something with a multicolor. and you know we kind of tried to figure out if yellow was a good color but uh the blue and orange i think is going to look really good so good. just look yeah. for us um uh, and the blue and the orange shirts, and uh, and we'll be out there. So yeah, I should have had to make masks, but there, that was only three of them. And when you order, you know, you you kind of got to yeah, do a bigger bulk. order. Yeah, <laughs> you have to do bulk. So this is a better way to do it. And then we'll uh, we'll throw one or two in for the giveaway as well. So
2: hey, so easy, Mike. I think uh, or AK, Mike. I think we're gonna have to start calling you Bambi from now on.
1: Bambi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that
2: you know. I'm not sure I understand. Deer, remember with the little rabbit? And he said, well, you know, I'm going to call you, you know, he was a flower. You know, flower. the he called him the flower because,
1: you know. Oh, I get it now. The You're making a connection meat with flower. Right, yeah. right, right. No, let's say, let's not, let's not.
0: We okay. can just call him Flower, because all the bugs were all over him, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, let's not.
1: The no, bug bug man. We'll call him the Bug Man. The Bug. No, let's not. I, I, I'm not really like, I'm we'll, going we'll to Mike, stick with AK, Mike, I think. Stick with AK? Okay, that's cool. So, you can call me Humorous Wires for this podcast. But... Humorous Wires. Okay, humorous
2: Wires. I, what? What is that? Yeah, you got to tell us. I, I have no
1: idea. I have no idea. It just showed us. Oh, up.
2: it's the one that just comes up when you- And I thought, you know what? I like that. Oh, all right. right. <laughs> all right, all right. right. Okay, okay, so, so if I you, were, you had a story behind it.
0: Yeah, so if you're listening, uh head over to YouTube. We actually have a YouTube channel and we actually videotape these now and you can see the three of us and, and then we use a company called Squadcast and it asks us when you go in the green room, which is the place to get your stuff set up before you jump into the meeting or into the podcast, uh it asks you for a name and so you know, whoever's hosting usually gets the Fire podcast at gmail.com. That's our and that's Jay hosting tonight. Um, and then, so for Mike and I, we get to go in there and put whatever name we want. Well, it always suggests a name for you. And some of them are very humorous. I mean, I've found some. Some are a little on the risque side. I'm like, <laughs> oh, I don't know if I want. That's not really family friendly, but uh, it's not really bad. They don't have any bad words or anything. But some of Is them. Is this are like
1: are an like, R rated ad lib yeah, or something? Yeah, it's, like, it's not yeah. really
0: even R rated. It's just one of those things that's kind of suggestive. You're kind of like, hey, wait a minute. But most of them are very humorous. Uh, I mean, since I'm a jet pilot, I always put, you know, High Flyer in there. But. Mike's uh, humorous wires today. We, uh, he has that as his little handle, I guess, or
1: your name. It's supposed yeah. to be your name. Yeah, whatever. It's just people, an identifier.
2: People know who we. Are. Yeah, I, I, I was thinking that you put that in there, and I was wondering. Oh, yeah, no. I did too. Behind behind the... I
1: was I would like to think that I'm that intelligent. I could come up with like a story that goes along with humorous wires. If you give me a few minutes, maybe I'll come. I'll back up. We can we can <laughs> replay go. this part. No, can... no, no.
2: I just figured you know I got I came in late today, so I just figured you had something that you put that in there and there's some story behind right. it. I think it's yeah. a reference I I to that. my looks
1: and the fact that I play with wires and stuff. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just well, I
2: figured it would be interesting and it was going to be a good conversation piece. Yeah. So. yeah.
1: yeah. Sorry, sorry to let you down there.
0: Yeah, well we'll uh, we'll catch you next time I suppose. But Next, next time maybe. Well um, let's see I have been sitting in rain for at least four days. So I have not been able to get out. Well good for you. July. It is good for us. I actually got three inches of snow in Scottsdale, Arizona. My gosh. Wow. Wow. How
2: many people died in Arizona this weekend? I
0: though? know, right? Jay called me uh, during the snowstorm and asked me if I was uh, sequestered into the house because he didn't want <laughs> me on the icy roads out. And I told him, no, I was out running air. And I think I was getting gas at the time. And to fill up the truck and we did some other stuff and uh, yeah
2: i figured over those three days more people died from
1: that than from covid, from COVID. i
2: think, <laughs> that, I, think so.
1: I think the snow doesn't even know what to do when it lands on the ground there like not on the ground but on the pavement so it just goes forget it i'm melting i'm done yeah, very true. just
2: everybody be losing their minds out there
1: yeah right that's very true seeing that so, stuff uh
0: but anyway we uh yeah so basically um we uh Got a little snow. I got three uh three or four inches up, up where wow. I live. And uh we did um basically um, you know, take a couple of photos and send it out to the to the people that said hey it does really snow up here and you get a lot of people that drive from the valley that come up because they're like where did you get all the snow on your car they're like oh it's just up the road you know north scottsdale and they're like oh i gotta go see it so they'll drive up take pictures you can see the tracks going off this one guy on the way home from getting gas uh i live kind of out in the country and so i was coming down and we have these big washes he literally drove down the wash because it's all covered in snow he didn't know it looked like a road (laughs) <laughs> and he drove down it, and I told my wife, I was like, oh, my gosh, so we're going to have to go get the truck and pull that guy back out because, you know, he's halfway up the wash. He doesn't understand that that's really deep sand, you know, just a sandy wash, and he'll get stuck. But somebody must have helped him or told him don't go too far, you know, in there, or the snow was hard enough that, you know, whatever. But, uh, oh, which I didn't tell you, I had to pull the Amazon guy out of a wash.
1: Really? Yeah. What do you mean? Yep. So the why Amazon, the Amazon, the Amazon truck, watch. well, Just because they about.
0: were delivering to the neighbor, right? And the neighbor, there's a wash that, go, that went across my property and into the neighbor's house. And, the, and there's a why. So the wash crosses his driveway, and it was a female, and she made the turn, thinking that that's how you went to the house.
2: That's how you got to your house. Yeah,
0: that it was okay. a big, not my house, my neighbor's house, that it was a big circle drive. And so she was cruising down through this thing and buried her truck all the way to the axles. that sucks and anyway this other i was kind of loading some stuff in my truck and i look over and and there's this guy and he's running back and forth and i you know normally you see the amazon guy come in drop your package and boom he's gone but this guy kept coming in he was getting he had like a a little shovel like a not like a shovel like you would think a shovel but like something that you see in the bucket with your kid at the sand at at the beach. you know it's like a this little plastic thing And then he's grabbing wood, and then he's grabbing rocks, and I'm thinking, what in the world is this guy doing? I mean, I've never seen him. Building a shelter? Yeah, exactly. And so (laughs) I walked out, and I looked at him, and I said, are you stuck? And he goes, yes. And I look at his truck, and I'm like, how can you be stuck? You're sitting on the driveway. He goes, oh, not me, her. And I stepped around the truck and looked down, and she is literally probably 50 yards into this wash. Now, this wash is double the size of her van, right? I mean, it's wide, and it's deep. And I just started laughing. I was like, oh, my gosh, what made you think that this was the road? She goes, well, that's what the GPS said. (laughs) I started started laughing. I was like, yeah, it's not a circle driveway. It's just a straight-in driveway. You just pull in, back right out. So uh, she's facing one way. I have to – I've got this big tow rope because I have – the mailman's gotten stuck. The FedEx guy got stuck. Everybody gets stuck in this wash. And uh, so I I have a four-wheel drive pickup truck. So I took the four-wheel drive over. I drove all the way back there. I put it in low drive, and I tied it around her you know, axle part underneath the car and put it on my hitch. And I said, okay, I need you to just put it into neutral, and then I'm going to back you out. So all I need you to do is hold the steering wheel straight because the truck is going to pull you. Regardless of what you're doing. I mean, you can drive all you want, but the sand is not going to let you go anywhere. Man, I stepped on that thing and just, you know, four-wheel drive, sand's going everywhere. It's like being at the sand dunes, you know. And she's just back hanging on for dear life, you know, just going for a ride. But that, it was whipping that van back and forth. And she's trying to correct, you know, like she's driving. And I I just was like, I started laughing so hard because see here in the rearview mirror, you know, moving that thing around, moving the keep it straight. Yeah. Trying to yeah. keep it straight. But, you know, I was pulling her whichever way I was turning. The van would whip that direction because, you know, by the sure. time it got to the end. So anyway, I finally got her out and she was parked on the driveway. And I said, OK, now I just need you to back straight up out right back out into the street and you won't get stuck. And She was just frazzled. So the the other driver basically emptied her truck and took all her deliveries for her and sent her home <laughs> because he's like yeah man she was just she was crying you know she's like oh, I'm going to get fired you know and I'm like dude you're not going to get fired trust me the mailman was stuck here just a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. <laughs> if anybody anybody getting in trouble it's him he's got a GPS That's tracker a tough gig. so yeah, yeah they but, work those guys hard it's a
1: tough gig oh they do
0: and and they're i mean you know I appreciate it cuz I get a ton of packages i mean tons of packages just got four or five of them today, so there you go.
1: Imagine that. Yeah, who knows? That's surprising,
0: yeah. Oh, and it's not surprising.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that it was only four or five.
0: Oh, surprising it was four or five. Okay, (laughs) that makes sense.
2: (laughs) I was going to say,
0: wow, it's not surprising I get Amazon packages. But you're like, oh, yeah, you you got so few. What is the problem? Yeah. Well, yeah.
1: Are you okay, Mike? Yeah. <laughs> what happened? Well, it's the end of the month. My bank account was low. Oh, I get it. Your wife is there. Yes. Okay. Oh, wink, see. wink, nudge, nudge. She's sitting Stay across no the home. way there. So, yeah, I got I to watch that. It's kind of hard to say I'm holding these for Jay. Uh, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's
2: true. I'm holding them for Jay. He's going to be here in a month. A couple, yeah, couple exactly. more weeks he's coming.
0: Well, uh today's uh episode uh is kind of um I don't know how to I don't even know how to think about this episode. This is one of those things that we kind of have to try try to stay on on track here, but uh what happened while we were sleeping. The FAA came out with a new rule or new rules uh on our hobby and it just seems that every time I turn around there's something else that's coming out and and that is somewhat disturbing
2: yeah uh, what the the big thing with this is i I find it suspect that this year and last year they're they're releasing the stuff right at the end of the year correct yeah know, right, and during a holiday period
0: right yeah
2: where, when the government hardly ever works is during the holiday period right if you wanted to get something done oh we're on vacation or we're you know we're starting this session or summer session or this or that and then all of a sudden they pop this thing out bing and no small thing 470 pages worth of regs
0: and regulations it's an easy read though it's only like one word per page right
2: The senior citizen edition, right? Yeah.
1: Uh, okay, <laughs> well, I so gotta understand that's, that's going to get me. Yeah, if you guys, you guys are wanting to spin me up, I can tell, because <laughs> uh, this is this is something that um, you know. As I started reading this stuff, I, I had to stop for a second and think about. Okay, I'm going to give everybody the benefit of the doubt that whoever's doing what we're doing is at least been through high school. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah that they're going to read from a high school level, like senior in high school. Sure. And it's like you have almost have to be a lawyer. So a lot of this is are easier words. You don't use therefore and, you know, shall and may and the things that are critical in legal documents. But they still use wording that just makes you dizzy. Sure and And there's you know these are all true, except for this, but this is true too, except for that right and there's you know so like you have to have a drawing board to draw out all the exceptions and the and the and the minor modifications now Jay, you read through this too i'm i'm looking at i want to talk specifically about the remote i d stuff, but what did you get out of the stuff that you read
2: um, okay, so <laughs> kind of like uh, along the lines of what you were just talking about the things that I found that were a little difficult about this read was just that some of the definitions, they weren't defined. Um, And so for like an example of that, they, they talk about um, you know, you're supposed to have a spotter, you know, or you're supposed to um, you know, keep visual, you know, uh, uh, visual, visual uh, range range on this guy or, or, you know, keep it in line of sight, but they don't give any definitions of what that means. You know, And depending on how they phrase it and what they're talking about, they're talking about two different things. And yet they're trying to make it sound like it's the same, but it's not. And so that that I found there was a couple of ambiguous things that were in there when they were talking about definitions of things. They were talking about concepts, but yet they're not giving the definitions.
1: Yeah, it kind of blows me out that they use the word drones to define all uh, unmanned aircraft. Aircraft, right. Yeah, and they use the word drones, and they just pound away on drones. Yeah, but they've and done that from I, the know,
0: very beginning, right? I mean, that's that yeah, they have. And,
1: but it, but it's, it's disappointing. It's disappointing yeah. because, quite frankly, all the all the non FAA stuff that you see about drones in the media and whatever, almost always negative. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. Uh, and so you know, in fact, you don't even see it unless it is negative in the media from that perspective. Um, and so that that, that that's just, I think that's disturbing. I don't think they they made a conscious choice to do it that way. I just, it's just a, disappointing that they chose that. Um, sorry. And I kind of cut you off there. Jake.
2: Yeah. Well, the good news about this, not to make this sound like it's total gloom and doom. This, at least this iteration is a lot better than what was put, you know, the, with the stuff that was put out last year. With their what's first- the
1: improvement in your mind? What's one of the improvements?
2: Um, well, they, they gave a, a little bit more definition as we're, you know, I was just complaining about their definitions, but they gave a little bit more definition as to what's going on with the remote ID. They cut out of a lot of, the, a lot of the stuff that was bad, what I considered was bad, um, where they were, you know, they were like one of the things I can think of just top of my head. Like if you made your own drone, <laughs> you were, you weren't allowed to fly it. According to the, the first draft that they had, if you made your own drone, you could not fly it. According to the, what they had, they
1: they were proposing, uh-huh. at least they
2: took that stuff out. That you so know, now the, so you what is the
1: rule do. if you make your own drone? And we're talking about airplanes here too.
2: Yeah, airplanes, drones. Well, you can do it now. You can make your own planes. You can fly them, and depending on you know the uh, remote ID, they have a uh, whether you're going to fly it with a a remote ID module. Uh-huh. You know, it's not going to have it's not going to have the stuff built into it. Right. So you can have a module or you can fly in the free uh, areas, um, you know, the FAA recommended sites, um, you know, you could can fly those to that, at those places
1: could, to, to that end. I read in the remote ID document itself, remote ID final rule, it's called um, it, it actually accepted uh, home built planes from even having a module. Right,
2: right. right. They, they, that's, there was no whole bar you know, type of thing there in those places.
1: And it didn't, it didn't matter if it was free or not. It just said it wasn't because it was home built. It was not required it. It, as long as it's not for commercial use. And that's the other thing I, I found confusing because a lot of the wording and language here is for commercial operators. And so unless you understand the context of what you're reading, you might apply that to a recreational user when it's not applicable. And so that's right, confusing right. as well. It, they don't really separate out recreational and uh and uh and they're and they're not actually separating it out from the FAA's remote id uh thing but typically it's if it's created by a manufacturer then then it has all those rules apply but if you build a foam plane or you build your own plane then it doesn't apply anymore and also they are grandfathering old planes too evidently
0: oh thank goodness yes uh no. right
1: but, but that's today, right? I mean, yeah, I don't know no, if it's, I mean, I don't it know if it's the show. final rule or if that's the way it is, but that's, mm-hmm. you know, that's how I read it. Anyway, if someone disagrees, that's great to hear. I, I, but that's how I Well, I read
2: from, from what I read, too, you know, they have, what is it, uh, uh, 18, 18 months for manufacturers, uh, you know, to basically comply with this. And right. basically for for us to comply with what after the manufacturers do their stuff, it's going to be, what do I have written down here? By 2023, then we have to be in compliance with a lot of the stuff that they have written. But,
1: you know, so we But, again, if we have homemade planes, that's not going to apply.
2: Yes. Yes, that's true. But I'm just saying that's
0: assuming that the uh, remote ID technology is up and running well enough for us to actually use it, though. Because we still still don't have. I think that's
1: why they're giving 18 months, right? Because they they don't. And
0: when have you known anything to happen in 18 months?
1: Yeah, that's true. Uh, and then it, and there was some, some specific wording about not using ADS-B. Uh, yeah, that's oh, definitely, that's, yeah. ADS-B right. is ADS- all, also all said,
2: Wi-Fi related. Right. Yeah,
1: so they also said that you can do it any other way. It's like open in terms of how you get it done. Right. But if you have a way to identify your plane and there was like four pieces of information they wanted or right. three or four pieces of information. If you can do it some other way, then they're they're at least willing to look at that. Like that's not right. – they're not trying to say you have to use ADS-B or, or some specific technology. They True. said specifically not ADS-B, um, but – you can use whatever way you want. So I guess hand signals will work. I'm not really sure. <laughs> uh,
0: Smoke signals. What? I got a little fire pit out here with a blanket. My wife's going to give a poof, poof. You know?
1: There was a reference to not flying over a person or a vehicle. So I can't fly at the field anymore because, you know, I don't fly very well in the first place. I'm always flying over <laughs> people and vehicles. So yeah, I guess I've, I'll get spined every time I fly the plane because.
0: Well, the, you know, the biggest part that I – and it's a worry, but not necessarily, because they, they seem to carve out, and I'm thankful for the AMA for doing that, right? They've right. put a lot of energy and effort into making this part. You know, they're trying to work together with the FA to say, hey, look, we've got all these members. They always comply. You know, they fly at these free areas, and, and, and we have sanctioned. And, and like I said, I was talking to some of the guys at my field, and we just dropped 80 grand on a new runway. Yeah, And now, you know, they're going to come in and go, well, technically you can fly at 400 feet. And then all of a sudden we get closed in to where now
1: it's unusable.
0: Yeah. It's this area that we're in, even though it's been there for 100 years or 50, 75, whatever we just had the anniversary of, uh, you know, it, it. they've closed it in enough that it's just unusable at the time. And one of one of the board members and I were chatting and and he mentioned the fact that, you know, if he if he had known this was coming down the pipe the way it was, maybe it would have been better to look for a new field location rather than spending the money redoing the runway. I mean, we would only had to move, you know, another two miles down the road. It puts us further away from an airport, you know, because we're within that five mile range. Well, five mile range cuts, you know, part of the part of the field off but it makes,
1: makes you not have g airspace is that what you're Correct. saying yeah yeah
2: so. well from what i understand you know originally you know in the in the uh, preliminary uh, edition of this thing um i thought it was that you know you could apply for a free up for your club mm-hmm. or for the or for this area and then after two years you could not you couldn't apply for any more so whatever got a plot had an application right. in you know two years that was it right. and then basically they were going to just phase them out so that, that have nobody they, have they removed it, it, Jay? Or they, yeah, they, back removed, to... they removed that stuff from 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 this uh, this iteration. That right, now right. you can apply. You know, schools can apply. Trade schools, right. this that. You know, the, all these different places can apply that's, for freeas. That's good. But they opened it up, and um, so let's say, like where I fly, right? I could apply for a FRIA for that for that place, and then according, let's say, I'm going to have a fun fly out there. You know, even though we're not, it's not a you know a club or whatever. But I, you know, I'm, I put in for this application, and then and then let's say I'm going to have a fun fly with all you guys are going to come out. We're going to have a fun fly for like two days. We're going to have like 25 people out there flying or what have you. Well, since I, you know, once you apply for the fria uh, and then you, if you were going to have an event or you, you know, you decide, you know, let's say it's a city and they have a park like uh, Mike has out in Arizona, uh, right? They, uh, Mike has out in Arizona that little park that uh, that they have, and they decide they're going to fly. Then they can go ahead and, uh, you know, put out an application to just like you would, I guess, for uh, putting a note amount. Right. And you, right. And you say, hey, we're going to have this fun fly out and we're requesting we're going to be flying at a thousand feet or we're going to be flying, you know, whatever. So, therefore, during these two days, two or three days, we're going to be having this event. This is the type of stuff we're going to be flying or we're going to be flying FPV or we're going to be flying this, that or the other thing. You put in, you know, the specificity of what you're going to be doing. Right. Let it be known. And it should be, you should be, you should get permission to do it, you know? So that from, that's what I, that's what I kind of got out of what I read. I I don't know. I might've read that wrong.
0: But. No, that that sounds familiar. I mean, you know, it, I think you're right on, right spot on. Uh, and it's very similar to what people do now when they hold contests or when they hold, like, I think right. this weekend or last weekend or whatever it was, was the winter war birds here in Arizona. And of course, you know, they had got all the permits and all that stuff and they were able to have it. So. Um, So I I don't think that that's going to change much. Um, And to back to your point about the the Freya and then phasing them out, um, there was a comment uh, somebody mentioned that they basically, the comment was if you phase all of these out, people are going to fly everywhere, right? right? Right now, if you keep the Freya areas, you can control and say that's an area where you go fly. So you could have 50 or 100 people that would drive over there and fly in that area because it's legal. But once you phase it, there's no area. All bets are off. Yeah. Bets are off. People are go- You're going to yeah. have
1: drones, planes, more, whatever. More flying than you've ever seen. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. And, it,
2: and that kind of makes sense with, you know, I think we talked about this in the very beginning, when, when, when I think, last year. Yeah. And uh, not to say that I'm a rule breaker or that I'm, you know, I'm yeah. a freedom lover. You know. Being being from Alaska, you know people up there don't tend to like to be told what to do. Right. Um, but you know they like to stay within the rules of the law. But the minute you start putting all those restrictions, like you said, onto people, you know they're trying to constrict what we can do. Right. It's just going to go through your fingers because you know people are going to well, do. And, what then, they and want
1: then there's to. you know then there's a, how they're going to enforce that. This yeah. is unman, unmandated uh, uh, stuff, so they don't. None of the police force gets money to do that stuff, right. so. All it does is provide them one more reason to be able to stop somebody, potentially search them and do things that they, you know, wouldn't necessarily have uh, you know, been able to do in the past. It just gives them more ammunition to right. do those kind right. of things. Right. Uh, so it,
2: it, to me, it makes like, like Mike was saying, uh, to me, it makes a lot of sense that, you know, you, you keep these areas and you allow people to do what they're doing and then, you know, right. you don't squeeze them out. Right. Uh, and then, and then you can have your, control that you want to have over the folks or at least keeping an idea, you know, an, uh, keeping an, an idea, you know, because once again, that's my biggest problem is or not problem. But the thing with this is why, why are they doing, you know, what is the end result? And you know, at first they were saying, "Well, I'll, you know, stop terrorists because you know, if terrorists came in and, and we don't have their uh, the idea of their drone and blah blah blah." And I'm like, "Well, what terrorist is going to put an idea on his drone to go fly, right. you know, crash into the White House?"
1: Yeah, you know, who's going to? They're going to circumvent that no matter what happens. Right. You know, right.
2: Are they right. going to do that? put that on their RPG when they fire it at the truck. You know, no, you know. So, <laughs> so, so to you all. <laughs> so, so once again, you're talking about you know the law-abiding people. Right. Why? Why would you have to put these requirements upon them now? Once again, now if you're doing it so that you can track these folks to for safety, you know, or to have some semblance of control, for to, you know, to keep uh, civilian traffic away from commercial traffic. Okay, well now, you know, hey, that that makes sense, and I think most people would want to comply with that.
1: Yeah, you know, but except we still have the issue of you haven't really had a collision where it's created an issue. Right. Right. I mean, so, so the other unintended consequence is if they phased out those things is they would lose their training ground for anybody who's going to fly all these super awesome commercial drones that are going to be in play. Of course, those are going to probably be AI driven at some point anyway. But for now, you have you have operators, I imagine, or at least right. people who right. are watching the trajectory of those things and have some degree of control, you know, can take over control at some point. You've got to have a failsafe for that stuff. They can't just fly on their own. Well, I wouldn't imagine,
0: you know, and I understand, you know, airspace quite quite, probably more so than others. But, you know, there there are going to be there. There's a big push for this commercial delivery system, which is, you know, Amazon, UPS, FedEx, those guys, because it's very expensive and it takes a lot of time to have a van driver that drives, you know, all over town delivering packages and he's got to stay on a schedule. Uh, I know of several cases, uh, lawsuit cases, where FedEx d- drivers have caused an accident because they were rushing to the next, you know, place. And, you know, that cost the company hundreds of millions of dollars in legal fees and payouts and that kind of thing. So if you can get, you know, something remote that can, you know, a, a smaller package that can go deliver things, then that's a good thing on the business side. Right. But you, you know,
1: you know. You, have you to know, it's to... interesting though, Mike, you, 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 you're talking about drones and stuff. And I think that's right, but at the simultaneously they're building trucks that can drive themselves. Agreed. So, so, so then it becomes, I mean, that, that almost the whole drone thing becomes almost like not a thing because one, there's already practical stuff about how, how those, what a drone can carry, how far it can go, mm-hmm. a bunch of stuff that's really practically crappy. And with the way they have things now, they could actually have, uh, a conveyor, you know, the truck will pull up beside the house and you, you got to put in a code, the door opens and your stuff's right there. Yeah. So now there's security too, which they don't really have that with right. drones flying over the air. I mean, yeah, the chances I think... are someone's going to start trapping those drones. I, I'm, not s- steal
0: <laughs> I'm not saying I'm s- that – no, you're totally right, okay? And I'm not saying that technology has caught up to where it should be, right? but mm-hmm. But we do have – I mean, we know right now that there are development plans inside these companies that are looking – for drone deliveries because it saves mm-hmm. it saves the company money, and you know as the world grows and the world gets fatter, you know money gets more scarce, kind of thing. Every company out there is looking, you know, for a way to save. And so, if I could buy you know a three thousand sure. dollar drone and not have to pay health, medical, you know, liability, COVID payments, you know, whatever, yeah, no, right, you COVID payments, <laughs> then then you know it it's better for my bottom line as a business owner. Yeah, it makes sense to me. Now, I have to protect some sort of airspace, and, you know, I guess I'm playing the devil's advocate here, but I have to protect some airspace. The commercial guys have it from 700 feet to, you know, 60,000 feet. Mm -hmm. So where am I supposed to fly in that space? I I really can't because the FAA has not allowed, you know, they won't allow that, and I'm not supposed to. um, But there's uncontrolled space underneath that that I should be able to just fly wherever I want. Well, yeah. that works fine and dandy until I got somebody, you know, like you were talking about earlier that's bandit flying and he wrecks my $3,500 drone or $8,000 right. drone, whatever the cost is. And, you know, now how do I retrieve that? Now that's costing, you know, extra time, energy, money. So it, if, I see somehow, that if I could I mean, somehow, if I could somehow use a
1: potato gun and shoot it down right, or whatever. Right.
0: But if I could somehow protect that particular airspace routes i will tell you that the military does that already the military actually has military routes that are on that are charted and they are specific and there are several videos on youtube and go look at it this f-16 is doing nape of the earth you know 600 miles an hour down this route and some 172 or you know civilian airplane pops out in front of the guy and it's you know it's one of those where you see the video, whoosh, you know, like a, whoa, what was that? And they've had accidents, you know, where where they've collided or there was a, a wing touch or something. And you know, it's kind of like getting hit by a bullet. It's it's the damage isn't just small; it's it's catastrophic. So uh, you know, I, I know those places are out there. They have military operating areas. So this is just a way for the FAA to kind of come in and and protect that. But they're being driven by commercially, you know. And and the commercial guys really honestly don't. I mean, they're they're corporate guys. They don't really care about the hobbyists. The hobbyists. Yeah. You know,
1: other thing I wanted to point out too is you, know, you kind of brought this up when you talked about there's commercial stuff, and I think this is possible. And, and the reason why I brought up the trucks is because I think it's possible for this drone delivery stuff too. Is that is that um, Google owned a company called Loon, mm-hmm. and what that was was internet delivery using balloons. Mm-hmm. I think that. I think that company was running for five or six years. It was yeah. up for a good long time. Right. And a company like Google doesn't just put money into something because it's on a whim. They really thought it was going to fly. <laughs> uh, but but at the same time, you know, they figured out, hey, it wasn't cost effective and whatever. And I imagine that might happen with uh, drones and stuff. Now, I saw an article the other day um, about uh, AI-driven electric vehicle passenger things mm-hmm. that's that's commercial drone space that's true if you if you ask me right yeah. um, you know you get up to 700 feet or and above or whatever and that thing's flying along but those things are significantly big enough again that a, that a plane that's you know 10 pounds or whatever it ain't going to do anything to it
0: you know and and i totally get what you're saying and i agree with everything but think about it in a bigger picture okay Okay. How, how lucrative do you think a one-pound package and a five hundred, you know, dollar or five thousand-dollar drone are going to be on my bottom line, right? So, so let's just say, are there hundreds of these things going everywhere and these little bitty packages being delivered? You know, based on the battery technology, I'm only going to be able to go you know, 20 yards down the road or whatever. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I could go 75 miles one way and drop it and then come back. Who knows? But, you know, time-wise, all the safety involved and all that stuff. However, just like what you said, if I built a taxi cab that could hold four people in a drone size, which we know is happening right now, right? They're looking at a couple of companies out there that are looking at, at transport. If I'm if I am trying to get transport done, right, now there's a human factor involved in this whole scheme. What better way to get a jump on it than to do it with a with a one pound package? So if I can secure all of this space from the FAA and say this is what I'm going to use it for
1: So it's a lost leader.
0: Correct. Because uh. now I actually own the airspace and and putting a human in that airspace in a big huge drone four place you know quadcopter looking thing, is not going to be a big leap. A big from leap a, from that is correct
1: yeah. because now yeah, what I, I can I do agree is that. Shut that, makes down that whole yeah. package
0: thing that's only just you know barely costing me you know anything and not really benefiting me as maybe much. I'm pay-
1: maybe I'm paying money yeah.
0: correct but now that I go through a taxi service man you'll see those guys I mean that. If we're doing, yeah, that's going to be.
1: I think that's going to be the bigger thing than delivery. Honestly, I I I mean,
0: and unfortunately, then now you actually have a human factor involved. Where if you have this big drone that's carrying four people,
1: not to worry about people. Well, but if you have that, and you have a hobbyist,
0: right? But you have a hobbyist that touches that or runs into his blades. Now you've got lives involved, right? Now you've got human factors where right now you don't have that makes a lot of sense to me what i was saying and 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 i'm gonna i'm gonna preface this by saying this is my personal opinion i i you know i don't have any crystal ball but just from being in the industry for so many years and watching how this progression works you know i mean just think about it we had we used to do the mail with a little jenny you know and flinging out the top of the airplane or you know drop used to do that i didn't do it I'm i'm not that old but I'm just saying, <laughs> yeah. you know, we used to carry Your the buddy mail. And, and that, that's you know, what he used to do. Right. Your buddy and Pete. That's right. And so, you know, as as it progressed, it was very difficult to get things put through. But when they made smaller things and pushed them through, then the bigger thing didn't become that big. And that's just, you know, like I said, it, it's purely. Rhetoric. Stepping it's, stone. Yeah. It's just in my eyes, it's a stepping stone. Just like Beta. You know the laser disc, all that cool stuff that came out that we right. bought. Oh my gosh, when we were young. Oh my gosh, this laser disc. I mean, Jay will tell you all about that because he's got a whole plethora of those things. But, I have a whole bunch of them. <laughs> you know, he bought one and he's just like, "This is going to be the next big thing." You know what? Half, it was it was it, it was it just was a
1: lot smaller and it was used for data storage Correct. instead of yeah and now yeah.
0: All of a sudden one laser disc that holds like 11 kilobytes in this big you know <laughs> movie and we've got a dvd that's a fraction of the size and you know one cent to make and it holds four megabytes or gigabytes of data or now they're yeah. into the terabytes right so it holds one terabyte worth of data on this disc and so i, I think that this is a way that once again, the company comes out with technology, they secure the airspace, and then they move on to the bigger, better stuff.
1: Mm. So, Yeah, well, I, you know, I I uh, feel for the kids of today for yeah, what, what they're going to be involved in. And maybe it'll work out. Uh, maybe it'll work out.
2: So, AZ, Mike, I got a question. So, one of the basic tenets of this whole thing is, of course, the remote ID, right? Correct. And it's all based upon Wi-Fi connectivity, <clears throat> passing Correct. on the information for their 3D altitude, you know, depending on what phase you're in, right? So right. if you have a newer model drone, you know, you're supposed to, sh- you know, give your 3D, you know, information as to how high, how fast, you know, where you are, where you took off and where the pilot is standing. Mm-hmm. For the first for the first guy and that's all sent out via Wi-Fi, right? So that anybody with their phone or an app could go hey, there's a drone flying there. And they're supposed to be able to pull up that information, see that oh, there's your number. The pilot's standing over there. Okay, he's you know he's legit. I guess is is the thing behind it. Yeah. Um, and so you know with with doing that, you know how how far are you going to be able to go with Wi-Fi? I mean, gee whiz, my Wi-Fi. If you walk, if it's raining, you know it doesn't work in the next room. So how now we're going to stick this thing on a drone? fly it up and supposedly get all this information then it's going to work seamlessly.
1: I, well, I don't know. I have line my- of sight should be better. You know, you're not going to be flying in the rain. So that's not an issue. Line of sight's better than in your house. Cause you got all those walls and right. other things that, that the signals bouncing off of. So it could, it could actually be, I mean, you, you basically you're in Wi-Fi frequency using your transmitter, Jay. So if it's reaching your plane with your transmitter, then, it, then this stuff is going to work too.
2: Okay, I'm. Just, you know, like I said, I just was Good question, I, so, I just was right? wondering just how good this is going to work. And I right. think
1: ADSB right. was. Isn't that like in a 900 megahertz range, Mike? Uh, ADSB, it is B? somewhere up there. Yeah. Yes, nine, nine, ten, or something. Yeah. I, I don't remember okay. the exact frequency. And that makes it a better penetrator, right? For for this Correct. clouds and whatever else, yeah. right? Yep. But but you can do. You know, you could even do high gigahertz uh Level stuff. If you had the frequency space, and you know that could work, but well, really, it's I, a I, matter of. I, I will tell
0: you that one of the companies for the ADSB actually has a wingtip ADSB, and it has a Wi-Fi that connects to the unit in the airplane. So it's sending Wi-Fi from the wing. There's no wire. It's all well. I just strap on. You know, to
2: me, that's fine. Right, but but what I'm
0: saying is, is that it can take that information and. With that Wi-Fi transmission and put it onto the ADS-B part, and now it'll go, you know, all right. the way to thirty-six thousand feet. Right. But I, I will tell you that most transmissions anyway are line of sight. And and Mike, I know, I I know about. Are you familiar with the cube? The the technology that they were talking about. I, I can't remember who had it, but it was the No. Okay. So I, I was reading an article not too long ago, and it it had to do with what I think they call it the cube. And the cube is a five g um or greater it's a five g cube that's that's basically a like a two inch by two inch cube and they can literally they 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 can i think they were talking about like five hundred thousand does that sound right five hundred thousand users in one little or more like a okay. million users in one
1: i mean it could be so um, what, what this
0: what they do is that the information and i don't know where this is going because I just read this in one of those magazines but uh, and only because I have another friend that you know was works for you know some other company but uh, what they can do is that they will put those cubes on top of every street light, sure, and they can feed five hundred thousand users through that one cube at a five g rate. So if they can do that, if they can put that every streetlight, which you're only talking less than 200 yards, it's almost like a cell tower, right? Because your cell tower switches. I mean, Mike can tell you, when you drive, you get that little hiccup, and it switches towers. Now, if you can take a GPS unit, which is micro, I mean, you guys fly it, and and you can find a GPS unit that's the size of a postage stamp, and you you can put the software in to triangulate three different cubes or four or five, you're using the same technology as the GPS satellite, which is looking at seven satellites. If you can look at seven cubes, you can triangulate that guy to the nearest foot from a
1: user standpoint. Right. So now but that implies just... that cubes are going to be deployed everywhere though. And
0: and, and the technology is there, it's coming, right? Five G is on yeah. its way, and the and from what I understood reading that article, the cube is not that far behind the five G. And they were talking about it because of uh, – actually, the technology rolled around because of the mall. Everybody would yeah. walk through the mall, and then they wouldn't get very good service. Well, if every right. store had this cube hanging out front, you would have seamless mall coverage yeah. you know, everywhere. Like mesh network is Correct. basically what you're talking about. and that's about, right? exactly where the mesh network, that whole kind of thing. So now you're flying – Jay's talking about going 75 miles. Well, holy crap, dude. If you're on the interstate, and they've got one every you know half a mile – and it's only a two-by-two two cube that they're running 5G network through, where are you not going to be able to go, right?
2: That's true. I mean, well,
0: it is a web of just a spider web that goes out so far. Right now, we're only relying on these single towers that are line of sight.
2: Well, that was, that was one of the requirements in the preliminary mm-hmm. uh, uh, reg when they were talking about it was that you had to have an Internet connection Right. From your from your drone, that was you know connected directly into it.
1: Wasn't it also like not necessarily from your drone, but like to your use your phone as a station? Yes. Were they talking about like a yeah. base station? Right. Yeah,
2: and then and then of course you know it would go 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 from there. Yeah. And uh, basically they did away with that because a lot of people complained, and once again you know now I have to have a phone to go fly. Right. Um, right. I have to have you know I have to have you know internet connection to do all that stuff through could be um, in the middle of the desert. I mean, it's kind of what? funny you're talking about Google because Google was upset because they, you know, they were pushing for that. Right. That whole setup. Because, once again, it it's was going to go through their services. Right, yes. right, right. And so they were very upset that they did away with that that requirement uh, to have the uh, continuous or, yeah, I guess continuous connection uh, feeding that data and stuff. So Well,
0: you know, and, and that, once again, goes back to what we were talking earlier where big you know, big corporations have have a reason to jump in here, right? It has nothing to do with flying drones or, you know, hobbyists or any of that stuff. It's realizing the potential that there are 4.8 billion, is it billion, 4.8 billion or million, 4.8 million drone sales just in the U.S. Wow. And that's talking from the little guy that you fly in your house to the big one. So just think about that. There's only three hundred and what eighty million people in the U.S., and you have four, four point or four hundred million, whatever it is, whatever number that is. I thought it was in the B, but I, maybe it's I maybe it's worldwide. Worldwide, it's like four billion dollars. It is a huge industry, massive industry. How right. do you tap into that? Well, get the government involved. Have them make regulations that. Affect right. your company. And, and
2: that's the other thing. So I, that I couldn't catch or I didn't see, you know, they. So they give the guidelines that they're going to have this re- remote ID. But is there a company that's going to produce this, or do they just are they just putting? I didn't see
1: anything stuff? about specific companies, I, uh, but they did talk about technologies. But again, they also left it open to. The idea is you can do it any way you want. You just have to be just able to provide as you're giving
2: these three, right, right, three pieces, of information. three, three or right. four pieces of
1: information about your, right. yeah, about your plane and you flying. And the That's the way I read it.
0: The information on the remote ID that I was reading about, I think it had five companies that were in the process of developing something.
1: That may be true too. Yeah. Right. But they're not right. specifically designating. Just if if the companies the it's thing.
2: so narrow, uh, a definition that only like, and, and let's say it was like uh uh Maver- uh, maverick uh you know companies said right, like you have right, to use right. a d their dgi, DGI. code right. in order to do blah 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 blah. that's what i was you know or that's
1: why i was saying if they were just yeah, making- they, they i don't hopefully they won't do that, yeah, that, that that's what i'm saying
2: if it's open-ended i'm for that because then you you just let the market go and somebody's gonna somebody's gonna crack that egg and do it cheaply and all that's right. what i'm all you know i'm i'm all for i can i can comply with all this stuff i just don't want it to have to cost me you know another you know Ten thousand dollars worth of equipment in order well, to fly. Well, it, yeah, it, it shouldn't
0: money. because once again, if I'm if I'm looking how to tap into that four billion dollar industry or whatever it is, I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna s- set my pricing to where four point four billion people can't afford it, right? Or four billion right. drones. I'm I'm well, gonna put it at yes, a price well, point. Yes
2: and no, because once again, if you're if you're Google and you're looking more for commercial stuff you can care less about the hobbyist
0: yeah but that commercial right? stuff you're, is not going to produce the amount of money that a hobbyist
2: would yeah uh, you know once again it just depends it, you know you got to look at what market they're okay, looking at all
0: right let's talk, let, uh, let's let's talk about uh, the computers because that's a good that's a good um, you know relation or what's the word of what I'm looking for? It's a comparison. comparison. Yeah, it's a good comparison, because who? I mean, you know, anybody that knows anything about home computers goes all the way back before Apple and and, and um, you know Microsoft. They knew that Hewlett Packard and IBM were the two big guys, and what did sure. they tell? What did they tell him? Home computers will never work.
1: I know, right?
0: They gave him that info. Hewlett Packard gave him all that stuff because they were like, "You're an idiot. Who is going to have a home computer? The computer world is in the corporate world on these massive computers right. that are going <laughs> to cost hundreds <laughs> of millions room. of dollars." Yeah, but that's that's a sale that Hewlett Packard was looking at hundreds of millions of dollars for these number crunching machines. That's where the money is, and yeah, we see who you know who's on the top of that totem pole. Yeah, you know, those two guys. Right, right, right. I'm not.
2: I'm not denying the guys know, in the world like all
0: happen to be competing.
2: I'm just in. saying that you know, once again, if the government's coming in and regulating, we you know this that this two companies are the only two that get to put this information out, or they come up with the unit that everybody's going to use and of course oh, I see going what to you're be saying big bulky I, thing that, Right, you know, right. so, so then you got monopoly right. I monopoly and, and and like that. i said
0: i think there's 5 companies that have actually thrown their names in the hat to the yeah, faa saying yeah. we're designated that we will actually put the developmental money in to look at remote ID. So uh, are all five of them going to come up with it? Probably not because I don't know. I'm just, I just want to have have the free market.
2: You know, once again, I'm a free, let the free market reign. You'll always get a better, cheaper product. If you have competition and you know, and you just let people go, you give them the outlines of what they're supposed to do. And you let them go, and then you'll get a product that you want.
0: Well, and and once again, going back to the computer thing, you know, here are those two guys, two, right, two computers, the Apple and and the Windows. And, you know, you develop that, and then overnight, all of a sudden, you've got four. I mean, you can't go into a store where there's not 15 different manufacturers, people I haven't even heard of, that are creating computers. You know, do they have all the Intel stuff and the Microsoft stuff in it? Yes, they do. But you know, still, I've never heard of young way, Wheel Woe, You know, whatever the name is, that <laughs> you know, yet it's on. Yet it's on the computer. It's on sale for two hundred ninety-eight dollars. You know, and it's supposed to be some fast machine. Um, you know, Dell. Holy crap! That dude was in a dorm room making it out of his garage. You know, I'm just saying that having five people uh, uh, jump into it once the techno once the money has been spent for the development—that's really where the cost is, right? The cost is that initial upfront cost to develop. Research and development is very costly. Once I develop it, then what I look at is what what did Mike develop, right, or or your laser disc? You put all that energy into making this big, huge disc with this little bitty, you know, movie on it, and, and my company looked at it and went, no way, I can do way better than that. I can make them smaller and fatter and faster, and I can create, and then bam. That we totally went off the rails from the laser disc right to the CD-ROM, and and I think from a remote ID standpoint, you may see the same thing, especially because yeah. it's such a huge industry. And I apologize yeah. for it. I should have had that number in front of me. Um, I remember, you know, I was reading it, and I know it's 4.2 something, either million or billion. I think it's in the B worldwide. Um, and you guys can correct me or whatever, you know, I'm, I'm more than willing to hear what it is, but, but when you're looking at that type of technology, these big companies are diving into that. They're trying to get a piece of that. And you're going to well, see Well, the upside more
1: here is lot. that, you know, that it's on YouTube now. Correct. So you've said it, and yeah. it's true. Oh,
0: yeah, there you yeah. go. That's, <laughs> that's Four true. billion people. Sure. Four billion. Yeah. It, it's mm-hmm. a big number, though. I was really shocked. Um, and the reason that I was shocked is because of what we were reading about where they were talking about manufacturers have to, you know, comply with all this. And I'm thinking, how do you get, even if it was just a million, right, 400 million is more than people that are in the U.S. And if you didn't worldwide at four billion, holy smokes. You know that's that's one for every person so they're obviously like guys like me that own 40 or 50 of these things you know I'm not so there's another order.
1: component here that that we're not really talking about exactly. this is only driven on the US side that's true it's like you don't know, I don't know if, I don't think the EU is following this to this level now and they may yeah. uh, or they may, may already be doing that and like um, who's that guy Jay that you like Xjet is that yeah. Guy yeah that you oh
0: like?
1: yeah, over in, yeah. 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 Uh, he he may have more information about that stuff. I, and I you know I think he's got great, great information that comes out of his channel. But um, you know this is only here. So so let's assume for a second that it's only in the U.S. Just for conversation. Now you have manufacturers that are outside the U.S. They can manufacture whatever the hell they want. The question is, are the, is the U.S. going to stop all that the import of that stuff specifically and say no, you can't do it because it doesn't mean to I don't know yeah, if that happens. I don't, I don't know if they can do that. I don't know. Well, I so, mean, they
0: could, I guess. They could, you know. Well, I mean, I think dock. it's
1: possible, but would they, right? That, would they actually do that or would uh, they be okay. able to police that or, how, you know, how's that going to work? And again, uh, we're back to implementation uh, right. as, a, as an issue.
2: Well, I, I know one thing. We'll find out in the next three years. Just, yeah, how, just there you I, go. I, I have a, a feeling thing. that a lot of RC manufacturers are going to mm-hmm. probably be not stymied, but the new products that are going to get released are going to kind of shrink for a while. Right you know, one part of the market I think is going to boom, the sub two fifty, yes. grams. I, 250, I, I agree with I think, that. I think I yeah. think there's going to be more planes, drones, whatever coming out that have super features, because that's going to be where the 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 free market's going to be, right? Because right? there's no right. restrictions on those things, right? And so they're going to be packing all sorts of features into these models that you've never would have been able to dream of. Well, the, for, right. the amazing part, the
0: amazing part about that too is. You know, technology is going to get, right now, the sub-250, you can hold in the palm of your hand. But I can tell you that I've seen some quadcopter-style frames that are bigger than what you can hold in your hand, right? Yet they weigh You mean like, nothing. But the,
1: yeah, they're less than 250. Yeah, they're way less than 250, or they're right wow. at
0: 250, and they are double or triple. So I think as technology goes along, you're going to see... New product increased new, size uh, yes, at, increase, at the reduced straight, you know you 'll yeah. see some of that stuff where they redo the weave or they do a, a stronger you know bond or they do something that makes it a bigger but still less than two fifty so I agree with jay and and honestly you know unfortunately our time is up, but honestly, I think while we 're at the electric vessels, this would be a good kind of uh, prod at the horizon guys if they 're there you know because that's a big they, they own you know a large chunk of the r c market. So, I think
1: I think it might be interesting to, too to, if we can get to just interview regular people, see how they yeah, feel about they feel it. About you know, out. like just get the general opinions. Yeah, that's good. I mean, too. Nobody really nobody really cares about what I think about it. Maybe <laughs> maybe other people are.
0: Yeah, what do we know? We're just three but, eggheads that will like to go fly. Oh, that's right. Hey, listen,
2: our, our our listeners, please, you know, put some stuff in some comments out there. You know, on our YouTube page, you guys should start talking this up because it's going to affect all of us very they very will. soon, whether we yeah. like it or not. Yeah. And, you know, we'd be glad to hear how it's affecting you or what you're thinking about it. So,
1: yeah.
0: You can give us a call, eight three zero four 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 nine four three. That's our hotline. Or you can uh, you yeah. know, reach us at podcast at gmail.com. Or once again, on our YouTube channel, you can uh, just jump on there and uh, give us a comment, leave us a comment, uh, either way. And we have a Facebook page of. of Park Fire podcast listeners group Group? Uh, i think i just uh i just approved like four more people to come in and uh, i get these approvals and you know they're like hey we want to join your group and so i got four or five more of them just yesterday so uh our group is growing and uh you know we're reaching out we are worldwide as far as our podcast goes we've got listeners all over the world so chime in give us a ring let us know um you know reach out to our sponsors at uh, rcbatteriesusa.com and uh Pick up a A-Power battery or reach out to Eric over at 3D Aero Ventures uh, and find yourself some plans. Um, guys, it is just I'm excited to see you guys. you have got your itineraries all figured out, and you're coming to Arizona, and I can't be more happy. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be great. <laughs> so it'll be fun, but... Um, yeah, man, our hour went fast, and uh, this is a topic we could probably spend hours. Yeah, we're gonna have on. to
2: we're gonna have to talk some yeah. more about this because yeah. I mean I, I I'm looking at my notes and I, there's two or three things that I didn't even yeah bring, I didn't get even to, come I up with up. yeah exactly and I think we just need to you know as we look at this bring up some stuff and talk about it again
0: because yeah and uh, I, I like Mike's idea that we can talk to a couple of you know people and see how they feel about it because you never know I mean, yeah they may t- they may have read something totally different.
1: You know, right. the way I read the regulations, oh, after, after
2: looking at the document, I could, I could believe, I could believe that. that yeah. I mean,
1: I don't make mistakes, so I, I don't, I don't completely understand what you're saying, but yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, well, we can't all be like you, Mike. You know, what can that I do?
1: I, it's true. <laughs> I want to be like
0: Mike. Yeah. Uh-huh. Anyway, so, well, uh, I'm excited for you guys to come out. We'll, uh, if you're coming to the, the Arizona Electric Festival, we, we hope to see you there. Please look us up. We'll be all decked out in our new shirts and. Um, you can't miss us. We're usually right up front. Uh, you know, we have our own table there. Shannon has been just phenomenal with us. Uh, we've been there, you know, many, many years now. And then we're kind of part of the, uh, as park flyer, we're a park bench. So we're kind of there. we parked ourselves. Right? <laughs> <laughs> we've been a part of it. And we're, we're all excited about it. We're so. the park bench podcast. That's yeah, right. that's it's good. the park bench podcast. There you go. And, uh, actually, that's on our car, chairs. Yeah. So uh hopefully you'll make it out. Uh, it's going to be a great time and uh we we are going to participate in the night fly again this year. So uh we'll we'll see what kind of shenanigans Jay is bringing with him. Uh,
1: last time I'll night. try to remember to bring all my parts. Yes. There you go and oh, that's right. Man. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, start now. Man, get those things in. There you got about a week left. Oh long. my lord. Yeah. <laughs> uh let's see dates. It's uh basically Friday, oh, Saturday, 14th. Sunday, so uh the, the 12th, 13th and 14th. Yep, 12th, 13th and 14th. Uh, see if you can break away from your uh, your better half on the Valentine's Day, which is on the 14th. Maybe you can get, just come with us for two days and then be back for that. But um, I actually uh, promised some really uh, impressive stuff after the fact. So she let me out the <laughs> first week, So
1: Nice. I Although her. I hope she comes like she did last time. She will. You know, during yeah. the, the night fly, because I think that, you know, I, it is pretty cool yeah. uh, flying at night. I yeah, mean, it's just... It freaks me out. I really struggled doing it, but it is pretty cool to do it. Uh, um, it is fun. Aside and when Jay J- J- turns off the lights, hey, the lights are off. Oh, yeah, that's you know, you know where the plane is? Yeah. I know what you
2: guys are yeah. talking about.
0: I know. Yeah. Well, maybe this year there will be a full moon. You won't have to worry about it. You can see, we'll see to it. to worry inside. about it. Yeah.
1: Could be. Well, I know it's, Big it's Mike. It's the middle of the uh, full moons right now, so I doubt it. Yeah. But. Big
0: Mike took a liking to my wife, man. He just could not get enough. He, he just was chatting her up all over the place, so. Uh, I'm sure he'll ask me if she's coming out, but I, I think she is. She uh,
1: she talked about it, you know, kind of coming out. Well, he's hello. got some interesting stuff coming, too, I imagine. He does. So. Uh, he's it's got important. a few
0: things I've seen uh, coming out, so we'll be excited to see. Uh, I think he's going for the uh, most uh, realistic and accurate uh, airplane this year. <laughs> cool. He's put a lot of energy and effort into doing the, some of the
1: stuff he's done. So. I'm gonna fly it this time. I'm, gonna, I'm oh, not yeah? gonna give it to you, Mike. I'm gonna fly it.
0: Okay. Well, there you go. Uh, it's a big airplane, so just be careful. Uh, let's see. Go slow. <laughs> go slow. Yeah, that thing doesn't like to go slow. <laughs> yeah. Mike can prove I think they're uh, bringing their uh, his uh, big big airliner out too, which I think you got to fly last time in a, I did in a panic. So. Uh, well, you know, his panic, we, not yours. We, we took care of it. We yeah, took care yeah, of it. You got we it on care. the ground. So it's good news. All was good. All, yeah. was, good. All, All was, good. was good.
1: Don't panic.
2: Just don't. Panic. He wasn't a Frank.
0: He wasn't a Frank.
1: He was I mean. not a Frank. That's right. He Although, that really I, I well. think
0: that would be hilarious to actually see somebody who crashed it, went over there and started just jumping up and down on the airplane. Railing on it?
1: Swear I, got it go. I got it. I got I don't have it. I don't have it. <laughs> it makes for great video, but it makes everybody around you feel bad. Yeah, yes. like, well, it does. I'm, great, great, great video is what I meant. Not yeah. radio.
0: Great but. video. Well, you know, we great all got a for radio. Good radio, too, so. Well, thanks for joining us tonight, or this morning, I guess. It comes out on Tuesday mornings. But thanks for joining us on this episode of the Park Fire Podcast. Reach out to us at the Podcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you think of the new FAA rules. We're always willing to listen to our – or to hear from our listeners. We'll listen to you too, so hopefully uh, send us something there. Um, Anything on the horizon, guys, next week? We'll see you next week?
1: Yeah. Okay, all right. Well, Michael
0: here in Arizona. Jay from the hills of Texas.
1: And humorous, I'm sorry, uh, A.K. Mike in (laughs) Texas. That's right. We'll see you in two weeks. Let's fly. You have been listening to the Park Flyer Podcast. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to your next visit. Please give our show a star rating and review, and feel free to email us your questions, topics, or suggestions to parkflyerpodcast at gmail.com.